what's goody what's goody anchor is seven million i'm back with another episode you have to excuse me my allergies right now are on fucking 10 it's pollen season i live in front of a lot of trees and shit like i'm i'm over here praying hard okay it was some other shit I really needed to take care of this morning, but unfortunately, I cannot find my fucking house keys. Where they are, I do not know. Blue is still sleeping. I don't know where the fuck her keys are. So I took this as an opportunity, since I'm being delayed, to push out another episode. I'm still in ghetto productions right now, which means I don't have the proper editing team. I'm doing all of this shit on my own. The background music is not working for the uploads, uh, for the episodes that I'm publishing and uploading. I don't have no background music. I can't find my other cell phone to play background music from YouTube. Blue is asleep, so I can't use her fucking phone. So all of this shit is ghetto productions, but welcome back to the 7 Milli podcast confessions of seven aka ratchet church so i decided to take this opportunity to speak about a few movies that speak to my spirit that um help me get through some hard times help me reflect on things and also that help give me a good laugh i did speak on um tyler perry he's an amazing man amazing writer director composer he does it all i spoke on daddy's little girl from one episode, um, fighting the good fight, I believe. If you listen to my podcast and you are an actual fan and a active listener, then you know what the fuck I'm talking about. If not, welcome any fucking way. Anyways, so today I'm going to be speaking on the color purple. And, uh, I spoke on Forrest Gump a little bit earlier this morning. I may speak, I may touch back bases on that again and get a chance to go into some actual details. And then, um, yeah, I think I'm just going to do those two because I don't want this shit to be too, too. Oh, and then I might do, um, what's love got to do with it. Love me some Tina Turner, honey. Anyways, if you have never saw the color purple, please kick, please just click off of this fucking episode because obviously you are a child if you if any person born in the 80s 90s you're an adult okay if you have not seen the color purple i'm convinced you must be a child and you should not even be listening to this fucking show period and if you have not seen the color purple as an adult i advise you click off of this shit Spend three and a half, four hours watching the shit, and then you should go read the fucking novel, okay? Please keep in mind, movies are watered-down versions based off of a novel. So if you want extensive details, you need to go read the damn book, okay? Anyways, first and foremost, I haven't seen The Color Purple in a really long time, but... This just popped in my head, so I'm going to try my best to remember. Mind you, there's a lot of moving parts in the color purple, so I'm going to just try to go off the top of my head what I remember. And I believe, okay, in the opening scene, she was delivering her father's child. 
Okay, now in the book, it explains that in the movie, what was supposed to be her father was actually her stepfather. So, you know, it wasn't technically incest, but technically, bitch, on paper, it is. And we're going to go with what's on paper because, nigga, you're nasty. Okay, but they didn't have cable back then. This movie was based off of the late 1800s, like post-slavery like 20 years after slavery like this was like 1987 some shit like that you know what I'm saying we still hunting and killing and putting together our own stockings and plaits and ribbons and shit like that I, I I personally I can't do it God had me born in the right time not with the right family but the right time bitch because it's certain shit I can't mm-mm What's the opening scene? How out there skinning the rabbit or delivering the baby? Okay, so anyway, Nettie had to help Silly deliver a child, okay? I believe her son was born first, Adam, and then she had the little girl because she got pregnant by him twice, you know? And he said, don't tell nobody but God, it'll kill your mama. And I'm thinking to myself, this bitch had, was, is pregnant for nine months, so obviously you walking past your mama. Now, she don't see you with no man, okay? Ain't no more Mary and Josephs. Like, bitch, you pregnant, okay? So I don't know who the mama, maybe the mama was in denial, okay? I, I don't know. Maybe she didn't want to believe her. Maybe she thought she was fucking with some boy in a, born, in a barn next door. I don't fucking know, okay? Um parents pay attention anyways um uh he actually did speak that into existence that it'd kill your mama and it did okay now after he did made silly push out two children okay one no epidurals one really no midwives one no medicine as soon as she pushed them babies out was as fast as he was grabbing it, taking to it, taking it to a family that couldn't conceive. That nigga walked out in a blistering hole and carried that child to another house. Ain't that some shit? Okay. Anyway, now after the heat, it had two babies by Silly. Now he don't want her no more. She old news. Now he done moved on to Nettie. Okay. Now I like Nettie. Because Silly was not really a fighter, you know what I'm saying? If the nigga said, you gonna lay down and take this pipe, she gonna lay down and take that pipe. She ain't gonna do no questioning, she ain't gonna do no fighting, she ain't gonna do no talking back. She gonna do exactly what the fuck she is told. Mm. Um, Nettie. <laughs> Nettie is a fighter. Nettie will go upside a nigga head, okay? And that's why I fuck with Nettie, like her character speaks to my spirit anyway now that the stepfather is done with Sally he moving on with Nettie like he he playing with the bitch these niggas got too much fucking free time on their hands okay like do something like do something learn how to fucking read nigga do something these niggas playing motherfucking hide and go seek in the open type shit you know what I'm saying like that really like bothers me anyway he playing with Nettie Okay, Nettie is not beat. They mama gone now. So now they ain't got no choice but to deal with this nigga. So anyway, this man watching her in church, Mr. 
You old ass motherfucker sitting up there watching a 12-year-old. Talking about you sure look pretty today, daddy. <laughs> Nigga, she's 12. Talking about you sure look pretty today. You got nice teeth, nice hair. She should. Listen. You old fucking dirty ass, old ass geezer. You in church looking for prey, bitch. <laughs> okay, you are not there trying to gather the fucking word. You ain't even have a Bible, bitch. You just sitting in church looking for your prey. Disgusting. Anyway, this nigga take his old tie ass to Nettie House talking about I was coming to ask you for um your Nettie. Yo, <laughs> she's 12. Anyways, but this was a different time back then. My great-grandmother got married at 14. It, it's a different time, you know. <clears throat> they ain't got time to wait. They don't, they don't give a fuck you got your period or not, okay? They ain't got time to wait. They, they don't give a fuck you partially developed, ain't developed. They clapping any fucking way. The father says, Nettie's too young. You can't have Nettie, but you can have Silly. This nigga said, I never really looked at the other one before and didn't. He called Silly out the house for her to do a 360, turn around, saying my she the oldest, she should be married first. He was, that nigga was just talking. He wanted Nettie all to his fucking self. He like, once that bitch is gone, I done already got her pregnant twice. We, we don't need Silly around here. It's going to be you and I in this bitch. Anyway, Silly come out that kenta cloth around her fucking head. Oh, my goodness. She's spinning around, turning and shit. <sighs> He said, fine, because that nigga was just trying to clap. He said, um, <laughs> yo, I'm sorry. That shit, like, that shit makes me holler every time. And it's so fucked up what he said about her. <laughs> but it makes me laugh every single time because technically it's true. He said, you can do everything to it like you want to, and you ain't got the feet or the clothing. Hot damn. If that wasn't some lethal shit that nigga just said, I don't know what was. He said she spoiled twice. Then nigga walked that bitch behind the fucking horse. She couldn't ride on the horse with him. This bitch walking behind the motherfucking horse. Just treating her. Damn, they dragged that bitch like Joseph. Anyway, get to the house. The first thing she see is three badass kids. Hoppo hit the bitch upside the head with a rock. This bitch bleeding, probably halfway conscious and unconscious. He let that bitch wrap up her head. Next thing you know, this nigga breathing heavy and hunching and, and 
belt buckle jumping and shit like that. And and he say, and roll the fuck over. Okay. Um. Then she gets up to clean the fucking house. This house is a fucking mess. They got rats living inside. Now, I grew up in a house with rats and roaches, so I can't talk shit necessarily about that part. But anyway, house nasty as fuck. Okay. She's married to this nigga now. Unfortunately, you know, Nettie come to stay with them. This nigga peeping and creeping and all type of shit like that and and playing on a horse and whatnot trying to lure the bitch in the bushes and all like the simple fact that you have designed a magic trip for rape really gets me you got too much fucking free time on your hand for shit like that anyway in that way Nettie don't play that shit Nettie take them fucking books that she was reading in school and whoop, that nigga was hot. She got him good. Nettie go inside of a bitch head. Anyway, that's what the fuck happened. I'm trying to speed through these events so that way the episode not too long. But any damn way, Nettie go off, do whatever she got to do. Silly grows up, okay? And um, a classic moment out of this is with fucking Suge Avery. Now, in the book, it is documented that Celia is actually a lesbian, that she didn't like men. She thought men looked like frogs. Well, the two niggas that was on top of her, she ain't lying. But um, anyway, Suge comes. And old mister, I love old mister because he talks shit. Love me some old mister. He said, Silly, you have my dear sympathy. Because ain't too many women will let their husband hole up in their house. He ain't lie. Anyway, Silly and fucking Shug ended up clapping. Okay? And um, Shug was just like honey and she was just like a bee. She was on that. She was smitten. She was following that bitch. She was humming, following her, watching that bitch in the moonlight. Now, that's some whole other shit that I ain't got time to get into for this particular episode. Okay. Now, Miss Sophia. I love Sophia. I love Sophia because she'll go upside a nigga head, too. She was fucking hoppo up. Okay. Sophia was not playing. Who texted me? Texting me, okay? She ain't gonna listen to that shit, no way. Anyway, Sophia would go upside a nigga head. She was fucking hi-po up. That nigga was looking just like that name, hi-po, period. Anyway... The more of what I'm getting at was speaking why the color purple speaks to me. Silly was was born in a very uncertain situation, but at the end, she got the last laugh. She had to endure a lot of hardship. I mean, them plats was looking rough, okay? She had to endure a lot of hardship. 
for it. But at the end, she got the last laugh. And so did Sophia. Sophia had to, you know, deal with a husband trying to put his hands on her. But she was beating the fuck out of him. Okay. She ended up getting remarried. Unfortunately, she got into it with um, a white woman when she didn't want to be her maid. And, uh, you know, she got into it. You know, knocked the nigga out. Okay, and let me also clarify this real quick. When I say nigga, black people, we use nigga for everything. Anatomic objects, insects, uh, niggas that swim. Um, anatomic objects, people, places, things. <laughs> we use nigga for everything. But when she actually knocked out a white person, I just say nigga. Anyway, <clears throat> Next thing we know, nigga came up with his gun. Pat! Ran her fucking eye. And blew up her dress. That was a sad sight. That was fucked up. Moving right along. Eventually, Silly build up the nerve to leave. You know, Mr. It said, until you do right by me, everything you touch is going to crumble. That bitch ain't lie. She had to build up the strength. No, before I jump to that, when he smacked the shit out of her when she was reading them letters from Natty. That bitch was time traveling in her mind. She ain't hear that nigga calling her. He smacked the dog shit out of her. He smacked her so hard, blood was coming out her fucking nose. be me that nigga would have been dead a long time ago moving on when you and go through so much hardship and so much turmoil and all that other shit she fought her way to her blessing she finally had to get to the point i deserve better and she forced herself to have it she escaped did she leave with shook no, because I think, I think the first time Suge left her and said, Cat got your tongue to seal with something you want to say? She said, you don't mind me asking, how did he die? That bitch said, on top of me. I said, hot damn. That nigga was a cold piece. He was going going to leave this motherfucking world clapping. He didn't give a fuck. Anyway. Any damn way. That's basically the Rush version at the co- of the color purple. I wish I would have a lot more time, but it's the Rush version. And it's, and it's you know, if you're old and you're an adult, it's not too much I can really say that you already don't fucking know. But that was some shit, okay? That was some shit. 
but it was a valuable lesson in that movie. When you eventually get tired of being sick and tired, you want to do something about it. Even if you don't have all the answers, all the conclusions, all the plan figured out, when you get really sick and tired and being sick and tired, you're going to get up off your ass and do something about it. Silly got up off that ass and did something. Okay? Now, when she was going with that straight razor to shave him, she should have cut his throat open a long time ago. Um, But, uh, like I said, when you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, you gonna push your way to that blessing. You gonna do that. Silly got up in the back of that car and, and, um, and, and fought her way to where the fuck she had to go. She got left with the house. She opened up a store with pants, one size fits all. And women weren't wearing pants then. Um, that wasn't a thing for women at that time. We are talking about the late 1800s where people were still wearing dresses to playing, to cooking, to, to cleaning. Everything you were doing, you were doing in a dress. Um, making their own clothes. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, and let's not forget the breakfast that she prepared for Shook. Was this her way of trying to get in them drawers? Now that now now we grown now, we got to think. Um, cause the breakfast was quite delectable. Okay, let's not get that fucked up. What that bitch had ham, eggs biscuits country grits pancakes what else that bitch have on that tray she like i told you i ain't want nothing hmm was that her way of trying to get in them girls uh you know and why was she bathing that bitch like bitch we we disabled we we can't bathe ourselves what's what's going on and, and why are we drunk at 10 o'clock in the morning? Like, what's going on? What are we doing? And then the simple fact that Suge is calling her ugly and talking crazy to this bitch, but yet you need her to bathe you, clothe you, and feed you. But like I said, when you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, you going to get up off your ass, okay? Silly had to get to the point enough is enough. I'm tired of a nigga going upside my head. Uh, I'm tired of a nigga uh, clapping and talking about it. Feel like he going to the toilet on me. Now, even in my adult mind, I don't know what the fuck that means. What you mean it feel like he going to the toilet on you? Bitch, is, is he... Is is he coming before he get in there? Like, what, what's what's going on? I need to I need to go back and try to uh, listen to somebody read the book because I can't do it now with my eyesight. But um, I I need to go back because we need to figure out what's going on. What that mean? Because was the nigga just huffing and breathing and, and pushing for nothing? Like, what's going on? We need details. Anyway, we don't know what that means. Well, I don't. Not even in my don't mind. But anyway, that was pretty much 
Sorry, on my allergies. That was pretty much the rough version of my breakdown of the color purple. Like, that movie, like, literally speaks to me. Like, it was so much shit, so many events, so many different moving parts. And everything is possible as long as you put your mind to it. And as long as you believe that that's what you can do and God give you the green light, seize your opportunity, man. Seize it. Mm-mm-mm. That was some shit. That was some shit. And let's not forget, she did piss an old Mr. Uh, water glass. That water was looking about thick as shit. That water was looking like fucking corn syrup coming out that glass. Okay? Let's not forget. Mm. Lord. Lord, Lord. If you have never seen The Color Purple, I should go watch that. Do I have enough time to speak on Ike and Tina, or should I do that as a separate episode? I don't know. I think I'm just going to end it here um, with The Color Purple. But, um, yeah, child. I'm sorry if the ending of this is a little messed up, but, um, yeah, honey, um, oh, and when she got reunited with her children, of course, she couldn't understand what these niggas were saying because they did grow up in Africa, so, you know, they were speaking a different language, and she couldn't understand them, but the simple fact that she was, wait a minute. No, didn't she get reunited with Adam and uh and Nettie? But we don't know what happened to uh, Olivia. Shall I have forgot my damn self? Anyway, when she got reunited, it was like a heart melting moment for the world. For the world. That was some shit. He like I'm ma, my nina, my tina, my ma. That shit. It wasn't funny, but it was so like it wasn't funny. I'm sorry, it really wasn't funny, but it's like it was a heart melting moment. All that she had been through, when she never thought she would be able to see her kids again, and to be able to be reunited now that she's old as fuck with her children and goes to show you it's never too late. Many things are possible. What you thinking you may be too old for or thinking that can never happen, it's never too late. We don't know how old that bitch was. But she was old. That much we know. Nettie had got old. You know what I'm saying? Like Nettie pushed her way to a fucking blessing. Silly pushed her way to a blessing. It's never too late. What you think you losing on, what you think you may be too old to achieve, it's never too fucking late. Do that shit. As long as it's breath in your body, do that shit. Point blank, period. I think I may have a chance to record later the Tina, I can Tina. But um, this is me closing out. The breakdown of Color Purple, how it influenced me, how it spoke to me, letting me know that it's never too late and to keep pushing forward. You may have had a shitty start, but you can definitely have a strong finish. 
definitely. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at 7spencer, S-C-B-I-N-S-P-E-N-C-E-R. Follow me on Instagram, like, comment, all of that good stuff. Don't forget you are all blessed, strong, wise, driven, motivated. Blessings and breakthroughs are here, man. Amen.